0: Tim Sheehy is the president of the Metropolitan Milwaukee Association of Commerce. Hey, Tim, how are you? John, good to be with you. And Andy. Good to have you back here. Uh, the election yesterday, so Janet Protasevich easily wins a seat on the Supreme Court. There was some stuff here in the city. There was one state senate contest. Uh, high overview, takeaways you have from the election and what went down yesterday.
1: So my takeaways are that candidates matter and elections matter. And we saw an unprecedented amount of money coming in from outstate, but that seems to be you know the course of where elections are going. The turnout was higher. But at the end of the day, um, there's no crying in baseball. And you congratulate the winners, pat the losers for running, and, and you move on. And I think obviously the big races that have a big impact were the statewide Supreme Court race the 8th Senate District, uh, which puts the Republicans in stronger control in the Senate, but that seats up again in two years. And then kind of unnoticed by everybody were the four seats on the Mount Pleasant board uh, where there were four incumbents running against four, let's call them anti-Foxconn candidates, and all four incumbents won.
0: That's, wow, that's very interesting. I didn't realize that.
1: Interesting little twist in Mount Pleasant.
0: I know it's hard to generalize, but you represent a lot of business interests How does business feel, or what do they think about when they think about what happened in the Supreme Court race?
1: Well, you know, I think businesses want stability, um, and, you know, there aren't a lot of business cases. There are some that get to the state Supreme Court. So I think, like anything else, they want stability and an assurance that people are going to enforce the laws on the books. So I'm not trying to take a position against either candidate. I'm just saying... That's what they're looking for because that's how they operate.
0: I mean, I guess I think I've heard today that Act 10 is likely to be altered, if not kind of really rolled back. That would impact business.
1: It it certainly would, and it would impact uh, the city. And as we're going through the discussion on a sales tax and revenue sharing, one of the big ways that the city has saved is through Act 10. So if that gets turned on its head, it will turn a lot of other policies on their head.
0: Yeah, good point. You talk about stability in elections. Now we almost have... The Milwaukee Common Council, <laughs> almost in case there's a recount for that one seat. But uh, do you think that's also positive for the city to finally have a unified Common Council? Because there's been people who've left for other positions like mayor.
1: Yeah, I think unified in the sense that it is full. Uh, not unified in the sense that everybody's going to view things the same way. But, yeah, it's a representative democracy, and I think we're all better served when all those seats are occupied uh, by somebody who can make decisions uh, on behalf of their constituents. So it's great to see that full complement of common council members uh, and the city council.
0: Tim Sheehy from uh, MMAC is with us in the studio. It's budget time in Madison. There's a big hearing today. Uh, Joint finance is going on. Money for public schools versus private charter schools once again being discussed. I know you feel very passionately about the importance of education. How do you view that discussion?
1: Sure, I was out there actually for five hours today. Um, and there were hundreds of parents that turned out. And the way I would summarize this is in, in the city of Milwaukee, one in five students is on grade level in fourth grade in reading and math. The biggest threat, in my opinion, to our economy is underdeveloped, uh, the underdeveloped education attainment because it's going to impact companies' ability to compete globally with, um, Talent, the talent that they need. And so here in the city, we've got 45,000 students that are publicly funded that receive five to seven thousand less than their counterparts in MPS. So the way I would sum this up, John and Sandy, is to say, we're asking these schools to educate 45,000 students and climb the Mount Everest of educational attainment without oxygen. So we should at least be equally funding students. And that's the message, I think, that Joint Finance heard loud and clear today.
0: You know, we tried to have a discussion. I shouldn't say we tried. We had a discussion with the local superintendent a couple of weeks ago about the funding formula and the disparities in how Mm -hmm. districts and private and public schools are funded. Is there an appetite in Madison to change that? I mean, something needs to change.
1: Yeah, I really hope there is. And Howard Fuller, a former superintendent um, and a longtime champion of kids, put it really well today when he said God didn't create the public schools system so we can change it and what he means by that is that the delivery mechanism through traditional public schools through independent charter schools and through vouchers to schools going to private um, kids going to private schools we should equally fund those kits and that's the delivery system we have for public education the only thing we're missing is equal funding
0: as the construction on the convention center expansion continues it looks like we will have a new building nearby the new tempo hotel across from the Hyatt and next to Major Goolsby's?
1: Yes, and and I, am in the category, remain to be stunned at the number of hotels (laughs) in the ground going up and being announced. Um, And the one that you're talking about on the old Journal Sentinel ground, I think, is the one that just got approved. Mm -hmm. Um, And I saw another hotel, I think, um, that was in the process of being developed. So I I think it's great for the community and the hotel rooms. I I still remain stunned at. Um, who's using all those hotel rooms.
0: I am, too. It's just an amazing, amazing thing. Uh, Speaking of construction progress on the couture, what's the next phase going to look like? What can people expect? It's going to start to get exciting here pretty quick.
1: You know, it is. And I think at one point, if we talked about this, the couture said once they got going, they were going to go up one floor a week. Uh, (laughs) Wow. And you can see the elevator shaft going up. I think that half the concrete in the building has already been poured because of the enormous base. And, of course, we can see where the streetcar is going to come in. And so the questions are, how fast does it go up? What's the new restaurant that's going to be put in that yeah. place? And what a stunning gem for our skyline.
0: Yeah, it's pretty cool, that's for sure. Uh, good news of the week. What's Tim Sheedy's yeah, good news? Yeah, two pieces
1: of good news for the week is uh, the 10 nothing opening day win in the Grand Slam. Yeah. And then the news I just learned about from you that we might hit 70 by the week's end.
0: <laughs> Which is better than 40. <laughs> yes, it's better than 40. <laughs> They're 5-1. Can you believe that? Unbelievable. It's a great start. Tim Sheehy is the president of the Metropolitan Milwaukee Association of Commerce. It's always fun to have you here, Tim. Thank you so much.
1: Thanks, John. Thanks, Sandy.